Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. This podcast is made specifically for my new members for my Facebook virtual coaching group. So this is something that I will send every member that joins. And if you haven't received it yet and I'm posting it in the group, please go ahead and do this as your number one first challenge for um, the group. So it is kind of a mindset and skill challenge combined at, at one time, but I do think it's the first and probably the most important challenge that I will have you do. So the very first thing I want you to do is purchase a journal or a notebook. I do sell my journal on Facebook. It's very simple, very inexpensive. It's uh, it, it's a pink cover. I have a pink shirt on. It's called a uh, TLC Barrel Racing Journal. It's a record keeper by me. And it has a place in the very front of the book for writing down your horse's horse keeping records, you know, Coggins, deworming, chiropractors, sports medicine vet, what you feed, your weekly schedule, your routine, your mental key points, uh, you know, when you last trimmed them, what kind of training and competition bridles you use any supplements giving, et cetera. And this is important because um, by keeping track, when you're in a winning streak, you want to keep everything the same. But if you're having issues and you make any changes, you only want to change one thing at a time so you know what's working and what's not. And then you want to keep records of it so you can always refer back, hey, when I was doing well, I was doing this. When things weren't doing so well, I was doing that. And it just helps. Um, So there's enough pages in there to do you know several horses for a year um and then after you go down a few pages i believe page eight there is a date and an um, arena this is where you keep you can track what date you went to a certain barrel race um, how many entries there were added money uh, your horse's name, draw number, there's enough room for three horses per place. And you can even draw a little picture next to it of how you did on the paper. Um, but you can put down the winning time, your time, entry fee, what you won, what you liked or disliked about your pattern, um, any special comments like your mental game, gr- your warm up, ground conditions, and just kind of Keep your head, you know, remember that way next time you go to that arena, you can look it up and say, okay, last time I was here, I got a little pass first. So I'm going to change my arc and help my horse a little more. Or, you know, on second, I didn't drive to the fence or whatever. So you can take a look and remember how you did at that arena by keeping track of things it's really important so that's why i want you to get a journal and a notebook in my notebook there's room in the front and the back to write down what i'm going to have you do next number two i want you to write down your goals i want you to write down your one-year goal maybe even your five-year goal or even a big lifetime goal you have for yourself and this can be with horses horsemanship barrel racing uh, rodeo in life in general. And then I want you to reverse work it uh, that into a monthly goal, a weekly goal, a daily goal. So that's going to be the next thing. Number three, I want you to write down your daily schedule. So, you know, a daily schedule could be, you know, at 6 a.m. I wake up and give thanks, pray and have a light breakfast and coffee. And I journal. Maybe I do some stretching. Then I go out and next to feed feed and clean stalls you know and and maybe you got to go to work or maybe you 
uh, ride, uh, whatever your thing is. And then, you know, maybe you have some time for you in there to exercise or to walk or, or just some mental quiet time, you know, just kind of write down your normal routine schedule. Um, you know, again, everything you do when you're, you know, exercising your horses, set time aside for that, you know, set time aside for everything. Um, so write down a weekly, daily schedule for yourself. That way you keep a routine. That's going to be important. Number four, I want you to write down a pre-run routine. So for instance, um, everybody should know, you know, how, how soon they need to get to the barrel race. Um, do you want to arrive one hour before, two hours before? Um, do you want to walk up and enter and make a plan for the arena, know where the the stakes and the timers are, know what the pin ground looks like or the, what might, you know, you need to help your horse. Maybe it's a off center alleyway. Maybe first is on, you know, out in the open and seconds on the fence, maybe thirds way out in the open. Maybe there's some banners or something that might distract your horses, bulls, you know, anything like that. So kind of get a game plan. Um, then, you know, when you would groom and saddle your horse, when you would warm up, how long, what it consists of, um, and then maybe tying them back up to the trailer while you get dressed and visualize your run. Um, and then, you know, when you're going to put on the rubber bands and the leg boots or braid their manes, um, and when you want to get on and how, how soon before you tighten your cinch, you know, and, and get on and rubber band in and how soon do you want to go over to the alleyway? One drag out, two drags out, um, you know, what's works best for your horse walking circles or standing quietly, you know, kind of get to know your horse and write out that pre-race routine and then, you know, figure out what you want to do the moments before your run, like taking, visualizing a smooth run, um, exhaling, trusting your horse, petting them, you know, and saying, you know, let's have fun, you know, and pray for safety. Um, you know, focusing as you approach down the alleyway, have one or two things you want to focus on, like riding to your spot and using your legs or whatever. So don't overthink it, but have one or two important things as you head to the alleyway. So that would be your next thing I want you to write down. Everybody's going to be different and you may have a different one for each one of your horses. If you have a free runner and they're hot, they might need a quieter ride. If you have a push horse and they're lazy or you have both, they might need a shorter, more, you know, quicker warm up. So, you know, some of them you're going to stop and back them more, roll back. Other ones you might do more flex and fluidity. Um, so have a pre-race routine for you and your horse. That's the number four thing I want you to do. So I hope you have a pen and paper and you're writing all this down. So number one is getting a journal. Number two is writing out your goals from, um, you know, a lifetime goal, five year, one year, monthly, weekly, and then reverse work it. Number three is having a daily schedule. You know, it can be a Monday through Friday schedule, you know, that includes, you know, when you ride, your chores, your job, your everything, um, your exercise, eating healthy, whatever it is. Because you're an athlete, you've got to take care of yourself too to be to be able to keep up with that horse of yours. Um, you know, and that routine needs to include at least three rides for your horse during the week as well. Um, so after you do your schedule, number four was the pre-race routine. And again, some of you might want two hours to get ready. One might want just one hour, but write down your routine and stick with it. The fifth thing I want you to do is have a vision or a positivity board that you hang in your house or in your barn or in your horse trailer, you know, just write it down on a paper or cardboard and put it up somewhere. So you see it, it's kind of in your face all the time. 
you know, you write down things that maybe, you know, I love my horse because, or I enjoy the process or, um, write down things like focus on the positive, what went well, and then what I need to work on, you know, write things like I'm thankful, grateful, and blessed, or I believe in me and my horse. Um, or maybe one barrel race doesn't define me. It's what I do, not what I am. Or things like consistency and confidence equals success. Or things like I'm winning or learning. Um, my my mind controls my body. Um, follow your heart and passion and be true to you. I am a champion. I'm just randomly saying things that you might want on your vision board or even photos. Um, nothing worthwhile comes easy. Work hard, stay positive. Um, average skill plus huge heart plus hard work equals it will happen. You know, everything you, everyone has a different thing that sticks out to them. You know, I believe in me and my horse. You can write things like that or every day I work at it and every day I will improve. Um, you know, my horse um, connection and patience is what I want from our relationship, you know, so, so whatever it is that you want to write, you know, all dreams can come true if you have courage enough to pursue them, whatever you want on your vision board, that's what you need to have. And it can be on your horse trailer door, in your barn, in your house. The sixth thing I want you to do is learn how to visualize your run, not your negative runs, not the runs that didn't go as planned, but your highlight reel. Remember to have a short memory. If you had a bad run, let it go. They happen. If you have a great run, learn to have that part of your highlight reel, the one that you visualize, you know, the one that you refer back to, watch the video or, or visualize it in your mindset. That's very important. The seventh thing I want you to do is a gratitude journal. And this may seem silly, but in, you know, in a time and age where, you can't turn on the news without it being filled with negative things for the past two or three years. And it's been that way my whole life. I remember even as a kid, things happening that were ugly. But where we put our focus is where where we need to um, be aware of that. You know, we have to try to stay on the focus of positive and gratitude. So by having a gratitude journal and maybe in the morning while you're having your coffee, write something you're thankful for every single day. It just starts the day on a really positive note or maybe right before you go to bed when you say your prayers, whatever, you know, works best for you. So that would be the next thing to do. Um, and you can you can do that in your notebook or your journal or, or just have a page that you you know, redo it. But I think it's important to write things down. Writing things down will get into your mem muscle memory more and it makes you deeply visualize more because your brain is always going to try to match what you say, what you write, and what you think. That's why it's so important that you see, write, and think very positive things about you, your horse, and your goals in life. So um, keep that in mind. Number eight, um, let's see. After I've done a couple slow, slow motion videos for you since you joined the group, there's going to be two or three areas that you know you need to work on. So write those down and then try to work on them with the drills that will help you master them into your muscle memory. And that can be, you know, doing the pattern at a walk trot. It can be doing some of the TLC drills or dry work that I give you. But really write down those two or three things that you think 
uh, you got out of the video reviews I did for you that you want to improve on. And it can be something as simple as looking between my horse's ears instead of down their neck, keeping my hands even until I get my leg to the barrel, not lifting across the withers or dropping my hand or shoulder before I get to the barrel. Um, and maybe it's using my legs more you know, evenly, uh, or inside leg going in and outside leg coming out, whatever it is that I've recommended, just write those things down. Number nine is make a list of things that are in your control and know when you're a go or no go for something. And what I mean by that is it's really important to know when you're mentally ready to make your run and you need to know how to get yourself mentally ready to make your run. So when I, when I say that to you, um, there are certain things that you are in control of. Okay. So, um, so what I want you to do for number nine is make a list of, um, of a things that you're in control of. And so here's an example. Number one, I'm in control of my breathing. Number two, my positivity. Number three, my thoughts. Number four, embracing adversity, learning from being in the moment. Number five, uh, I practice with purpose. Number six, I have a warm up and pre-race routine. Number seven, my body language and my connection to my horse. Number eight, Checking in with my focus, being in the moment, calm. Am I calm? Am I doubting myself or am I totally freaking out? Learn how to center yourself. How would I center myself? Um, so those would be the eight things that I would list, okay? And then I would make a little list of how I do my mental game. Maybe deep breaths in and out and then trusting my training, knowing that I'm prepared, and then saying, okay, let's go have some fun. But let's say you're in those modes where um, where you're feeling uh, doubting yourself or maybe you're totally freaking out. Then have a deal where you know how to refocus yourself, recenter yourself. I call it a one-minute meditation. So get off your horse if you must because you don't want your horse feeling you be nervous. Stand next to them and maybe just pet them or just sit by the trailer, or walk some circles, or just stand quietly, but take some deep breaths, and then focus on some sort of positive thought, like how much you love your horse, and how thankful you are to even have the finances to have a truck, and a trailer, and a horse, and go to a barrel race, and give thanks for that, give thanks that you're even able to be healthy enough to go do that, you know, refocus yourself into a positive state of mind, so number one, when you're standing by your horse, focus on your breathing and then clear your mind and do that little prayer or give thanks, whatever helps you. Again, everybody's going to be a little different. Number two, focus on those things that you have control of. If you have to, go back and read that list of the, the eight things that I said were in your control. And then number three, have a positive thought that, hey, all right, I know what I need to do in this run. I'm going to focus on my job, be in the moment and have some fun. Then get back on your horse, pet him and say, let's do this. Let's have fun. So know, know when you are calm, confident and focused. That's when you're ready to compete. When you're having doubt or anxious things, maybe when you're sitting in the holding pen or walking up to the arena, that's when you need to check in with yourself 
and take that negative and turn it into a positive. You know, whatever it is, maybe you're not feeling confident about something, take and say a negative. Let's say I'm taking my colt to their first rodeo and I start thinking, oh my God, what if they spook at everything? What if they break pattern? Just check in with yourself and say, nope, this is going to be a winning or learning experience. I'm just going to do my job, ride my horse to their spots, maybe be a little louder and talk to them. Easy, whoa, here use my legs, soft hands, you know, really think about the positives that you can do to help your horse in this first time experience at a super show or rodeo or whatever, and, and get yourself back in your calm, confident focus. And again, um, if you're at the point of freaking out, you need to definitely step away and get refocused for your horse's sake and for your own, because if you are uh, nervous you ride stiff, you ride mechanical, you can't think out there, and your horse senses that too. They'll be like, okay, my mom is super calm when I ride at home with her. When She's calm when we exhibition. She's calm at a little jackpot on the corner, but all of a sudden, she's acting like there's a mountain lion in that arena, and I don't want to go nowhere near that arena. So horses can sense when you're worried, and they have a flight or fight instinct. So they're going to want to flight when they feel you're being stressed. So that can present alley issues. It can present turning stiff or not turning at all on the barrel pattern. So that is why it's super important that you know what level you're at. Are you in the number one level, calm, confident, focus? The number two level where you've let some negative thoughts creep in your head and you need to replace them with positive? Or the number three level that you want to uh, feel like you want to throw up. <laughs> so, you know, that's where you have to really learn how to refocus by number one, maybe just standing by your horse and breathing and calming your mind and giving those positive thoughts and prayer and thanks of gratitude. And then again, number two, focusing on what you can control. And number three, having those positive thoughts about what's in your control. So remember to do those things. That's very, very important. Um, so let's see what else. Uh, that was number nine. Number 10, the last thing that I'll give you to do, and I know this is quite the list for your very first challenge, but it's really important. These things will lead to you being more successful as a horseman, as a trainer, and as a competitor. Um, and this is all part of mental toughness. You've got to have a strong mindset to be a good competitor. To be a great competitor, you have to have a, a really tough mindset. So number 10 is to review this daily. All of these lists, review them daily or weekly until it's part of your muscle memory for your mental and your physical game where you don't have to think, okay, what do I do? You just know what you need to do. You know, if you're nervous, you know to go to your what's in my control list and remember those eight things, breathing, positivity, my thoughts, embracing adversity, practicing with purpose, all of those things. Um, again, having that pre-race uh, routine, you know, those are all very important things to do. Um, knowing how to get your one minute meditation of breathing and, and focus and, and getting back to having fun and enjoying the process. Um, you know, so do, do those 10 things. And I promise you that it's going to be the beginning of a wonderful relationship in the team TLC virtual Facebook group. And, um, and it's really helpful. I can't tell you how helpful it is to, to, um, to write these things down because 
by having um, personal best goals, it measures your success and you can check in with it daily, weekly, monthly, and get yourself refocused. So again, um, you know, these are the things that I would love to see you do. Um, I, I, again, you can just use any kind of journal. I mean, Amazon sells some really fancy barrel racing ones with leather binders. And, you know, there's some really nice ones out there. Mine is inexpensive. It's simple. It's not even, you know, very thick or anything, but it, it gets the job done and gives people something in their mind of what they want. But you can just do it on a you know, a spiral legal pad if you wanted to, um, you know, a blank pad of paper, whatever you want to do for yours. But um, that's what I would highly recommend. I also, when you signed up, you got four free bonuses. Um, one of them is my Braille Racing Notebook. I highly recommend you read it from beginning to end. It has a lot of stuff in there on training, competition, mental game, positive things uh, for mindset, nutrition, you know, how to uh, pattern your horse, how to fix issues. There's just a, a whole lot of even how to purchase a horse and the things that you should make sure you do when you purchase a new horse, like insurance and pre-purchase exams for lameness evaluations and and picking the right horse for you based on your your um, needs and such. So it does, it just covers a lot of really good stuff. So that's all part of my program. Um, to take advantage of the program, my 30 years of experience, you don't want to just rely on the, the um, you know, three to six minute video critiques because that's just a small part of it. Um, the drills are part of it. The book is part of it. The journaling is part of it. Um, there's just so much to the, the, uh, the experience, you know, focusing on writer's cues, going back to basics, you know, um, as I mentioned, the, the mindset, the horse's foundation, education with speed on the pattern, knowing when to slow down, um, not to mention veterinarian care, chiropractor, farrier, dental, nutrition, all of that is all part of it. You know, the extra TLC you give your horse during the week, conditioning, um, there's just so much to it. So again, I really hope that you do this assignment as your number one assignment as a new member. And I look forward to having you in, in the group and for you to get to know the entire TLC program. The other three bonuses, um, there is a A to Z tips. There is a uh, 12 week uh, foundation program and a 12 month or first year competition program. It just kind of lays it out. Now, mind you, some horses will need more, some less, just based on where they are in their training, their mental and physical maturity, as well as the horse and rider combination. If the horse and rider are learning together, what could take a trainer one year might take that horse and rider two years. So I, I feel like it takes at least a minimum of two years to get a horse trained one year on basics, one year on pattern and hauling for exhibition exposure, and then really a third year of seasoning too, because you've got different levels of seasoning. You've got jackpot, you've got super show, you've got rodeo, and all of those all take process too, because you and your horse have to learn how to handle different ground, different conditions, different environments. Um, so it all takes time. And, um, and every horse is unique. There's no, you know, cookie cutter training. In my opinion, you have to look at each as an individual, you know, bulk of horses, um, you know, you're either going to have four wheel drive or rollback or front endy. Some are stiff, some are bendy, you know, um, 
you know, ultimately you want to train them all to ideally have a solid foundation and be four-wheel drive, but some as they develop are showing a more efficient style of turn and that could be lower on their front end or more on their hind end and as long as it works for them and they're able to clock well that way you work with it but you may also tune them different during the week to um, you know develop their strengths and their weaknesses accordingly and I go into all of that as well especially when you're looking at laid back horses versus hot horses or more hyper horses um, free runners versus push style you know, point and go horses, they're all very unique. And I can tell you after 30 years and, you know, almost 2000 horses and riders, um, and then also, you know, uh, training, coaching, lessons, clinics, you just, you keep learning. It's a lifetime education. And, um, you know, I look back five years in, 10 years in, 15, 20 years in, and how much I've learned, um, you know, and still learning as even being a full-time virtual clerk, uh, virtual, virtual coaching for two years, sorry. Um, that's, you know, a learning process in itself. And that's my next 20 year goal is to be the best coach I can be clinician, um, all of that. So that's my goal, you know, as a trainer, I did that for, you know, 20 years. And so the next 20 years, my goal is being a full-time coach. So, um, and that's going to be, you know, in person in clinics and lessons, but also virtually, you know, so anyhow, um, we always are learning. It's a lifetime thing with horses. Um, and I just hope you enjoy the group and please do this assignment. And thank you for tuning in as always ride with heart and God bless.